Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. The Escape Pod on Joy and via podcast at joy.org.au forward slash escape pod. Welcome to the Escape Pod. My name is Russ Masterton. We have a special guest in the studio today, and we have Mr. John Roy from Fowlers. John, how are you? I'm well, Russ. How are you? It's great to meet you. Thank you. Now, tell us what you're doing on the show today. You met my my gorgeous co-host, Joe, at the Prince concert, I understand. Well, I met her just after the Prince concert at Bar Americano, so we trotted down there and... Uh, I think we were having some of their Negronis and um, the gorgeous Joe just appeared. She was in the corner and uh, being a stand-up only place uh, for about eight people, we were chatting away and, yeah, get on like a house on fire. So it was, it was a fun night to a, a really good concert. Yeah, what's, what, was, what was Prince like in concert? <clears throat> I thought he was great. Um, no, I suppose a lot of people would, would say that. I was not a diehard Prince fan like some of my other friends. Um, I kind of concentrated on Prince, you know, through the Little Red Corvette days and the Dove's Cry album. Yes. Didn't really follow him much after that. So as a result, there were quite a number of songs I didn't know. But having said that, it was quite a magical experience with him just by the piano, um, with that cheeky grin that he'd have and the way he'd slink up and down. And, um, (laughs) yeah, it was... It was kind of quite camp and it was a, a great venue. Being in um, the Arts Centre, it made such a difference just having comfortable seating, great acoustics, um, instead of, you know, having people stand up in front of you and exactly. all that business. Yeah. It's quite a, um, quite a nice venue, that. It's, yeah, it's it, great. Yeah, yeah. More up close and personal. And, um, and Absolutely. I, well, I, you were talking about last ticks. I mean, I got tickets, I think, two days before and while... I had to pay for them, but they were like row J in the middle. Wow. And like, I couldn't have asked for better. I mean, it was fantastic. We are very lucky here in Melbourne. I mean, they, they rather than leave theatres empty, I mean, if you go to Last Ticks or Half Ticks, we can get some great seats to some yeah. some great shows that are on here. And so you, you moseyed on over to Bar Americano, and there was Joe who um, hassled you to come on our show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We just started talking about, you know, Food, I suppose, and then she was asking what line of work I'm in, and then I mentioned, you know, about Fowlers for Cola that do the fruit bottling jars and uh, have celebrated the centenary um, this year, and I don't know, it just rolled from there. Then we started talking about travel, and then she said, oh, I've got a show on on Joy, which, you know... (laughs) We must have you on. (laughs) I I, I wasn't uh, tracking her down to get a spot on Joy, but it uh, was funny how it turned out. That's great. So so segue from Pete Dillon's Craving Show, then. We Mm -hmm. we will mention your... your, um, your fabulous company. So, and I and I would imagine that um, every everyone every single CWA in Australia owes Fowlers a big thank you for what you've what you've done over the past century. So, where, where, where is Fowlers? And a little bit of background, John. Okay, uh, we're based in North Melbourne, uh, so we're still a Victorian company. Um, we manufacture just about all of our products um, in Melbourne still, um, and we provide the 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 means for people to preserve food that they've grown or bought from markets and keep it for um, the off-season. So over many years and even during the Depression, people could actually uh, preserve their fruit and have food for the times where the uh, seasons were a bit lean. 
and things like that. So these days we find a lot of people are into organic products um, and they like to see what they've made and preserve it in their jar and they know that it doesn't have the, the chemicals or artificial additives to it. So. I, I love this. I, I, you know, I remember my grandmother who every year would be making, you know, plum, plum jam and apricot jam yep. and, and, and we would enjoy it for months and months after the, after the season had ended. And so I think it's great that... Um, yeah, well, we do both, you know, the pectins to help people make their jams and for them to set quicker, which makes a better texture and a better colour. Um, and also the fruit bottling where people pop their fruit into a jar, fill it with either a sugar syrup or just plain water. You don't need to use sugar. Um, basically, it's a water bath system, so it heats it up. It basically pasteurises what's inside, and then as it cools, a vacuum is formed under the lid, and so you just pop it away in ambient storage. Fantastic. Until when you want to use it, yeah. So, and looking at your website this morning, I was I was pleased to, you know, I'm I'm not a not much of a fruit person, but I saw that, you know, you you preserve veggies as well. That's the go these days. So yeah, you can put look, your broccoli and, and goodness knows what all, else in there. All sorts yeah. of things, and and you can either pickle, or you can do a steam canning method, uh, which gets you to a higher um, temperature for yeah. for vegetables and things like that. So, and as part of our hundred years, uh, I suppose celebration. We've uh, spoken to many uh, cooks around Australia um, and got them to contribute into this book that we've we've presented. And um, everyone from Maggie Beer, Stephanie Alexander's written the Ford. Um, we've got Matt McConnell, Matt Wilkinson from Pope Joan in Brunswick. Um, my <laughs> friend Laura lives just around the corner, but I don't think she gets out there too much. But uh, oh, is Laura in this book too? Or? Well, no, Laura lives around the corner from Pope Joan, and, oh, and okay. Pope Joan's. Matt Wilkinson, who I first met when he was an apprentice on a 451 visa, working for Shannon at Vue de Monde in Carlton, and now he's gone on and done great things with, with cookbooks and restaurants and all sorts of things. So um, he was thrilled to be part of it, as were most of the cooks. We've got uh, the wonderful Mercato in Dalesford. They've put in a recipe and uh, yeah, so it's been a, it's been a fun project to work on. It's a great book. So you're a traveller. Um, you um, had a a big birthday only a month or so ago. I I yes. understand. Um, so being a big birthday, I turned fifty in January too. So I feel for you. Um, yes. Fifty is the new thirty. Well, we were we just know. talking about the lovely little <laughs> poop pack you get from the government. Oh, that's right. They're very generous 50. with yeah, that. Yeah, so. <laughs> Just welcomed you to the club. Uh, <laughs> I know that is a bizarre thing. Not only do you turn fifty as a as a male, you get a um, a poo kit from the government. I'm yep, not quite sure what that's all about, but yeah. I'm I'm sure it's got to do with um, health, 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 sweetie. That's it. That's it. So, so you um you went um, tell us about your travels for your big um, big birthday. Okay, for the birthday, um, I'd invited uh, several friends up to Port Douglas, uh, where my family have a holiday house. So um, Port Douglas has been a place that's been special to our family uh, for the last uh, 15 or so years. So we go up there very regularly. Um, when my father passed away, we actually had him buried up there because we spent so much time up there. And uh, I just thought I have a lot of local friends up there. So I thought, well, let's just have a big, big tropical party. So um, they came. I was lucky enough to have a lot of friends from Melbourne fly up, many of whom who spent four days up there. And... Yeah, it was fantastic. We um, hired a large catamaran um, for an afternoon cruise, which 
did get a little bit up and down, I must say. Normally, did it get messy? Well, it didn't get. It probably got messy later on, but it's um, usually you're kind of sailing on a what looks like a sheet of glass, but it wasn't quite like that. But uh, anyway, so that that was good, and um, yeah, the festivities kind of went over three days, basically. Awesome. So. It is nice. It is a nice thing to do. We did um, we did Bali for my fiftieth. Oh, fantastic! And I. Um, it, it, for me, it wasn't so much about the, the the age milestone. It was just nice to be able to sit back with um, with friends and 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 say, "Wow, I've um, ac- accumulated some great people over the past fifty years," and I feel, felt really lucky. I'm sure you were in yeah, the same boat. I think yeah, I think that was absolutely the case. So, um, you uh, own a property at um, Port Douglas. Now, it's a place I've never been, and I you am must. You nagged must. at, nagged at by everybody I know, saying, "What is your problem with Port Douglas? You need to get up there." <laughs> And well, I think you do. I yeah, think okay, you do. Right. It's uh, only about 50 minutes from Cairns. Um, I usually, I have the attitude with holidays. My holiday starts as I walk out the front door of my house. Yep. So we get a driver to the airport. We fly up as nicely as we can and then get a driver from um, Cairns up to Port Douglas yep. who has the champagne in the car. And so you're, <laughs> you're in holiday mode. In fact, you're usually a little bit hammered by the time you arrive. But it's... Um, Doing it in style, though. It's yeah. a great time. It's a great time. And Port Douglas has some fantastic restaurants, Yes, uh, one of which actually um, put a recipe in our book, uh, Salsa Restaurant, okay, um, which is down on the waterfront, fantastic position opposite that little church there. Um, Yeah, brilliant. And um, so how long have you been travelling there? The beach is beautiful. The beach is lovely. Um, At some times of the year, like over uh, Christmas type, when the water temperature goes up, they put out nets because you do get those little um, uh, stinger, Stingers out there, so you swim with within the nets. Um, but you know, we have a great time. We have an absolute great time. We've got a pool anyway, so I just tend to stay in there. And is there much of a gay and lesbian community up in in Port Douglas? Or? There's actually, it's quite surprising. There's there's a lot of gay guys up there of all different ages, um, mm. and there's some that have retired up there. But there's quite a few people that have had a change of life in their their twenties. A mate of mine, John, who's got a, a gardening business up there called Hortulus. He's been up there. He's around the 50 mark. I think he's just turned 52. And uh, I think he's been up there for about 30 years or something. Wow. You know, uh, building these beautiful tropical gardens um, up there. And and actually in Mossman, which is a neighbouring town, he's been on a committee to set up a, a huge botanic gardens there, which yes. will um, employ a lot of the indigenous Population where there's a fair few oh, up in that area. Um, there's already a visitor centre near the Mossman Gorge, which has proved really successful. Um, and yeah, it's just a, a feel good, a feel good feeling, you know, when you go there and and see so many people, you know, employed, enjoying their jobs and everything else. And I think this huge botanic gardens on about fifty acres of Canefield right. would be an amazing thing for the town. Sounds so beautiful and so relaxing. Mm. I think I, I needed it today when I was stuck in traffic coming into the studio. You needed you know, any day. Stress day. thing that was happening, and I thought, why aren't I in Port Douglas? Well, I think it's about twenty-eight degrees there today, and um, <laughs> they've got the Port Douglas Carnival on, which is a weekend of um, oh look, uh, parades, food stands, it's all madness, sorts of things. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, we did it, have the lady great. who was marketing um, the, the oh, carnival on the show a few oh, months ago. Okay. So, so that's the weekend. Well, it's mm-hmm. all happening. You then uh, left um, your sanctuary in Port Douglas and headed off to Ubud to complete the fiftieth birthday celebration. What? Um, why Ubud? 
what 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 was what was the attraction? Did you need some Zen and massage and? Well, I I just think um, there's a food festival on, and food's uh, close to my heart. Um, and in addition, a, a girlfriend of mine, Michelle Wilde, who used to manage comedians such as Lennon and Woodley and Scared Weird Little Guys, and that she was a permanent fixture on the comedy circuit for years, uh, managing these kind of fellows. Uh, she's got a gig running it and when she put out some feelers to some of the friends uh, I thought well yeah why not why not it's a good excuse for another 10 days away and, <laughs> uh, and you know staying at a beautiful place in Ubud um, and then probably head down to Seminyak a, yes. a woman I know from Sydney she's just retired at the end of the year and so she's moved out over there, lock, stock and barrel, and so I'll visit Fantastic. her. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's coming up, did you say? Yeah, that's coming up. I'm going on Tuesday. so Great. That'll be good. It's been a, it's been a bit of a year of travel, really. And so what, what's in store for a, a food festival in, in Ubud? What? There are all sorts of things. There's, um, there's a, a number of shows, um, uh, like special events. So there's one, uh, Bubby Gulung, which is a their famous pork dish with one of their I think it was a local indigenous pig to barley that was almost wiped out and they've grown it again and it's now commercially available um, at the restaurants um, there's also there's master classes I'm going to one called the Tofu Grannies of Ubud so you uh, you <laughs> go around that. and I presume watch these old grannies make tofu um, <laughs> uh, you know, there's um, a couple of dinners. There's one at the Viceroy, um, which is the most beautiful hotel with helipad and the whole bit. Awesome. Um, so that should that should be fun. But there's there must be about forty different things you can um, uh, buy tickets for. Oh, that's great! Basically, so okay. yeah, I've I've kept it down to about ten events yes. and. Um, yeah, keep it a little sensible, but uh, sounds like it's going to be fun. So you've managed to combine your your love of food and and travel, and and this is um, this is what John Roy does as as relaxation time. Then travels the world and and uh, can fit in some some foodie foodie uh, stuff wherever you like. Yeah, I always I always try and do that. I was um, in Cape Town for a, a gay couple's wedding in January, and uh, we stayed in Camps Bay, which is. A bit like Cape Town's version of a portsy type situation, except it's only about 15 minutes from the city centre. Um, you look out and the, the two oceans meet. And uh, we had an amazing time there, but went to places like the Roundhouse, which is well-renowned in um, Cape Town. And this amazing uh, seafood restaurant. Now, it was on the way down to the uh, Cape of Good Hope, and I just can't remember the... The town it was in, but we were sitting up. The restaurant had like a fish and chip shop on the bottom, and then more of a fine dining restaurant up top. And so I was sitting there with my partner at the time, and um, we kind of look out onto these rocks, and it's just like, are we still drunk? Or <laughs> there were there were like three walrus sitting oh. on these rocks just below us. It was just, it was so unexpected. I, I just. Just really it's blew one me of those, away. One of those pinch yourself moments. Yeah, right? I mean, it's just like totally out there. So yeah, that was that was fun. But that that was a beautiful place to uh, visit, uh, Cape Town. I didn't go. Some of the others went on uh, safari after the um, after the wedding, but uh, I didn't. I went to Indonesia for a, a few days in Bali on the way back home. Joy ninety four point nine is a GLBTIQ 
community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. But you did do this trip to Cape Town for um, the wedding of your friends, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was a, a gay wedding, was it? It or? was. It yeah. was. Uh, my friend Damien, who... Oh, he's, he's one of the organisers up at Sydney Mardi Gras on the account side and uh, him and his partner, Simon, had the most amazing wedding um, in Camps Bay there. Um, it was lovely. We did a boat trip out as well for that, but they had function after function and the clifftop uh, house that they'd rented was absolutely stunning. It, it was beyond your wildest imaginations really now did you do any um safaris while you were in south africa or i didn't but yeah. on that trip i was saying um on on we we did a helicopter my partner at the time um michael we went to um down to the cape of good hope by helicopter and then we did a day trip uh driving down uh and it was amazing on our way back the driver stopped and there's just all these baboons, there must have been about 40 of them <laughs> on the side of the road climbing up a fence, which was an entry to a property. And that was another one of those pinch yourself moments because you don't realise how big some of them are. Right. And um, you've got the window down with a camera out and they're kind of coming up and then you just think, well, maybe it's time to put the window back up. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, that was fun. Um, a lot of the other tr- um, guys that were on the uh, trip, they went to Botswana. Uh, the ah, safari yes. after that. And Botswana is beautiful because you've got your, your, both your land and your water animals there. So yeah, it, totally, it, it uh, sounded fantastic. So I ended up just uh, going home via Singapore in a, another week in Bali. So Well, Cape good. Town is, is, is rated as, as one of the top 10 places for, for gay and lesbian travellers to visit in 2016. So It was fantastic. So I, you can at least say that you've already done it, which is, which is yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, I used Uber a lot, which was very easy. And... Uh, what I found was the people were just so welcoming. And it's kind of, it's almost people speak in the way that they perhaps did here in the 60s and 50s. There's an ultimate respect to people. They they speak in a really respectful manner. And I just found it quite quite charming. And that's young people. It's not just old right. people. And Cape Town, um, Cape Town is, is is aesthetically beautiful, but it's also it's the it's the gay capital of South Africa. So um, it, it it I just find find it very interesting that your friends chose that part of the world to yeah, get married they, in. They've so. been there several times, and uh, I thought it was a great location. And I stayed when I moved out of Camps Bay and and went down into the city. Uh, stayed off Clough Street, in this superb little French pension uh, which was set in an old farm garden uh, so you'd you'd walk into the courtyard and there'd be pomegranate trees and locust trees and the most delightful stone um, accommodation it was just heavenly and you um so what I'm hearing from you as far as South Africa goes and, and in particular Cape Town obviously is that um Wildlife aside, which is which is why everybody would tend to go to Africa. You can actually go to Cape Town, and, and oh, there's, yeah, there's it, it's stunning. Yeah, absolutely. There's heaps of things to do, and there's some beautiful little resorts as you go down towards the Cape of Good Hope. Um, and look, Cape Town's a place where I'd like to go next year. I mean, I'd go back there uh, tomorrow. January was a good time to travel um, because it was still warmish. The the seasons are pretty much on par with Melbourne at the various times of the year. Um, I know my sister went there 
last year um, as well as to uh, Madagascar and she found Cape Town was a bit bit on the chilly side of, of life, you know, around the August mm-hmm. time. But I definitely go, January was great. We have a new guest in the office, in the office, in the studio, everybody. <laughs> We've got... Um the exciting Adam from Tropical Fruits. Welcome, welcome, Adam. Oh, thank you very much. It, and I, I must correct you there. I'm not from Tropical Fruits. It's points of different events. Points of different and events. And travel. And travel, okay. And this all sounds very exciting to me because you do a combination of um, Gay Ski Week and, and some cruises, which yeah. look absolutely amazing. Where do you want to start? Should we start with the Gay Ski Week? Which well, let's is get the cold up? stuff out of the road. Absolutely. Because it's coming, it's coming soon. Now, John Roy, um, are you a skier? No. no. Ah, a virgin. Okay, and I'm a virgin as well. So, Adam, fill us in on what we need to know to become to become uh, christened Do you into like the nice world. Of ski instructors that you could actually strap yourself onto, well, so that you wouldn't break your legs. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they do. They actually the, the the ski instructors at Mount Hotham, where we go, are very keen uh, to actually take our groups. They oh. do fight uh, over over us when we actually get there. Good. But if you're virgins, um, you must come to the snow. We go to uh, the Frosty Fruit Ski Trip is on in August this year. We go to Mount. Hotham, yes. which is in the Victorian Alps. Mount Hotham is an upside-down village. So unlike other resorts, the, which have the village at the bottom of the mountain, Hotham's mm-hmm. at the top. Okay. So you get on top and you can stay there. Yes. <laughs> um, so you're actually... So it's the, good for top. So. Absolutely, absolutely. The scenery is stunning. It's on mountain accommodation. Yes. Uh, so you walk out of your chalet front door and you can ski away. For beginners, it's fantastic because they have great lessons up there. We take care of everything for you. So we've actually got like a stay and ski package, which is a four-day one. We have beginners packages in there as well. But basically everything's included. We'll give you lessons each day, your lift tickets included, your rentals included, and we have some fabulous events on each night and plenty of social activity, spas, saunas, Lots of our praise and uh, particularly at Zerky's Spiced Mulled Wine, which awesome. they I've import only, in. I've only skied once and I was very stiff the next morning. Do you offer a massage service as well? We, well there actually, you can get massages there. We actually go down to the, uh, to the local onsen at Dinner Plain where they have a fantastic Japanese-inspired outdoor onsen. Uh, so you can have a good soak, and I do recommend a good soak. And we do, some of our chalets do have saunas, mm-hmm. uh, which is also good for getting your muscles uh, worked out. I also suggest just red wine, really. Well, I mean, that's, you can never uh, go that's wrong a, cure, <laughs> a cure for everything, isn't it? it? Absolutely. So the mild wine by the open fires at night is lovely. 18 to 23 August. Yep. Uh, sounds like there'll be a lot of snow. It's um, looking good. What yes. numbers um, do you generally get at, at Gay Ski Oh, Week? we get with 30 to 40. Nice. You know, nice. so we're, we're, we're aiming for about 50 or so this year, a uh, little bit more. We've got some other events we're working on at the moment up there uh, with some other people here, like the lovely Dina Curie yes. will be coming up to do his trivial hair shoot with us. Oh, lovely, lovely. Um, so he do, he's done that a couple of years for us, which is lots of fun. We love her shoot. Yes, indeed. <laughs> what... Um, what would you um, recommend um, people do to book? I should, is, Simplest is thing is they can this. go to pointsofdifference.com and all the details are there. Just look for the Gay Tours um, menu item and there's some tiles on the front page as well. And there's actually a, I've actually put a blog up there this week about um, tips for seven top tips for snow virgins. So if you're not quite sure uh, what it's like to be up that high, because yes. the air is thinner, okay. alcohol works quicker, uh, you're closer to the sun, 
Uh, little things you need to know. About so ski snow. all day, party all night. So that if you if you're not a ski, you can still go along and absolutely and make snowmen and 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 um, ice angels and all of that sort of stuff. We yeah? do. There's tobogganing. There's dog sledding. There, there is amazing oh, dog sledding. Yeah. yeah. There, there, there is the best bitches you've ever met. See, that would get me going. I love that. I've, yeah. I've been um, uh, husky dog sledding in Alaska. That, that's, so it's, that's, it's, it's, they're, re- they're all rescue dogs too. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, and so you don't need to be a skier. No, 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 no. Everyone, beginners are welcome. Advanced level is welcome as well. We do master classes up there too. So we, we try to cater for everyone. And the name of the hotel you're staying in? Well, we have a number of chalets, private Ooh. chalets booked uh, nice. in Hotham Heights. And we're also using the Alberg complex, which is more a motel style with its own pool and, and that sort of thing as well. Great. That sounds really good. So that's August taken care of? Absolutely. All right. And then we're going to move on to Exotic Asia. Absolutely. So you and your team have got a... Let's say if we we have talked about Atlantis Gay Cruises on our show before, and fabulous the, product that they is that is, is. their mega cruises <laughs> that um, operate for, for for gay and lesbian people. You, on the other hand, have de- have de- decided to partner up with Celebrity, which are a fantastic yes. cruise line. Yep. I absolutely love them. Tell us about your cruises. So the the main difference between someone like Atlantis and us is we take gay groups on straight cruises. Yes, because the the Celebrity product is fantastic. It's a ship designed for adults, not families, so it's very much designed for people like us and what we do is we access all the fabulous stuff that they do but we add a fabulous gay layer on top of that so we'll add some cocktail parties we do group dinners each night so we all dine together we do a morning check-in we do one of the key things is we do a shore excursion in one of the ports of call yes uh, we will go ashore as a group have a coach with an with a local gay guide Uh, we have lunch somewhere so we all sort of tour around together Um, and it means that you get to travel with a group of like-minded people on board a celebrity ship um, and experience everything that they have and then sort of have a fantastic gay time. It sounds absolutely amazing. And look, cruise liners these days are, are very open-minded. I, I know um, uh, being in the travel industry, most cruise ships have a, um, a Friends of Dorothy evening. Yes. Um, <laughs> that, um, that anyone on board who is, is a little that way inclined can, can go and meet up and, and spend some time together. Um, John, you're also a, a, a gay cruise virgin. Is this something that might interest you, do you think? Yes, I was just looking at the Singapore sling and I spend a bit of time in Singapore so that sounds really good. No comment. Named after the drink of course. And you know what I like Um, you've you've chosen celebrity um, cruises and both uh, Millennium and and Solstice are beautiful ships. Do do you know they've just refurbished the Millennium? Have they? they? It's just just been finished so they've actually put a new there's a new bar top deck Mm. outside and they're doing cinemas there. The cute thing is is that whatever the film is you can order on the menu that night from the region that the film's about. Fantastic. So if it's an Italian film, you can order Italian or something like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And these ships are so big. Um, you know, I... What I love about them that um, if it's if it's just two of you, you do have the opportunity to get away and find your own special place. But um, you know, a, a group of, of gay and lesbian people going on a, on a straight cruise by no means uh, you'll be intermingling with straight people the whole Absolutely. time because you've got um, you've got twenty five bars, you've got four or five restaurants, you've got a casino, you've got a nightclub, you've got a gymnasium, you've got you name it, it's on there. So whatever you whatever you like to do, a basketball court. Oh, and the grass deck on the solstice as well. We, we, we did, a, on the last cruise, which we did to New mm. Caledonia, we actually had our pop-up pirate bar 
how up there. How nice. A home, a home. It was, it was a lot of fun on the grass, I have to say. Adam, your cruises, when are they? What do they do to book? I love it. It sounds like the love boat to me. I'm ready to sail with you. Fantastic. Um, so, look, again, just go to pointsofdifference.com. Uh, all the details are on there. Departures, uh, we've got two uh, of these. So the Island Fruits Singapore Sling departs um, in... I've just lost the date. It's in October 31 this year. Uh, goes for 14 nights. The exotic Far East Adventure next year on the Millennium actually departs in March. So there's a little bit more time for that one. Yes. Uh, but both itineraries, all the details are on our website and they can see the ports of call. I'm actually really excited by the Hong Kong to Shanghai cruise because just where we're going into Taiwan, Japan and also South Korea. Yeah, and all places that I would love to go to. I've, I've, I've visited a lot of Asia, but um, the places on my top three list now are, are places like Korea and Taiwan. I'd love to go and have a look at them. So um, uh, discerning traveller, what, what sort of traveller are you looking for to come on your cruises? Uh, those that like to appreciate the good things in life. Okay. Uh, okay. Looking to meet people. That's all of us, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, look, last year, we, a couple of years ago, we had a, a lovely lady from Perth that came with her Italian mother. Um, it's a mix of, of yeah, couples and singles. Um, but it really, it's it's accessible for everyone, which is which is the nice thing. But as I said, it's it, there's not a lot of kids on board, so it's not a family. There's not a lot of families on board, um, but there are nice things like there's the martini bar or a molecular cocktail bar, a martini bar. They've got really nice dining on board and entertainment as well, so it's it's very pleasant. It sounds absolutely fantastic. Well, as um, Adam said, you can book at pointsofdifference.com and I highly recommend you go on a cruise. They are heaven to go on and you do. You do have a great time and meet lots of people. I'd like to thank you, gentlemen, for coming in today. Adam from Points of Difference, John Roy from Fowlers. Thanks for having um, us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9.